This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to episode six of Love Brand You, the show about personal branding, how your values, your beliefs, your actions help you define and discover your calling and the evolution of you and your brand. I'm your host, Sam Rafus, and today's show we're talking about happiness. And before I get to our guest, I want to share some findings from the Harvard Study of Adult Development. It's the longest study of its kind on health and happiness. So the latest headline, good genes are nice, but joy is better. The Harvard study, almost 80 years old now, has proved that the embracing community helps us live longer and be happier. And the surprising finding is that our relationships and how happy we are in our relationships has a powerful influence in our health. And that's a quote from the director of the study, um, psychiatrist Robert Waldinger. And furthermore, taking care of your body is important, but tending to your relationships is a form of self-care too. So those who kept warm relationships got to live longer and happier, said Waldinger, and the loners often died earlier. Loneliest kills, he said, it is as powerful as smoking or alcoholism. So according to the study, those who lived longer and enjoyed sound health avoided smoking and alcohol in excess, but more importantly, the researchers found that those with strong social support experienced less mental deterioration as they aged. So here today to talk about happiness, personal branding, and her new book is my guest, Karen Judge. Karen is a speaker, an author, a mind health coach, and founder of A Dose of Happiness. Karen is on a mission to create massive positive change in the conversations and the outcomes towards stress, anxiety, and depression. Known as a thought leader and change maker, Karen helps people claim their power and potential through a style of thinking she has created called Mind Health which is also referred to as positive mental health. And as a result, her clients are showing up for life happier and healthier. Karen, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Sam. And I just want to say congratulations to you on this show. This is fantastic. And I just love the title. Well, you were privy to the title almost two years ago while it was still percolating in in my brain. So I feel our connection there and I'm happy that you're here with me today. And I want you to start us off by sharing your backstory and your why. Wow. Um, well, my why of what I do, what I do is uh, I have many family members who have or do struggle um, deeply with depression. As a matter of fact, uh, they struggle with clinical depression, which is uh, a depression that compounds to a more um, heightened state, I guess you can say. And in fact, my mother suffered so deeply that she ended up going into a catatonic state where she no longer could show any emotion or, or pretty much not even communicate or speak. And, you know, she did have some treatments and at the time there was just very limited healthcare support 
And so our family was faced to have to care for our mother ourselves. And as a result, we had to bring our mother home and she lay in bed in our family house for 20 years. And, and, and when I think back to that, it, it really, it's, it's still to this day, very unbelievable for me to process this. So I can't imagine anybody listening to this, how they could process knowing that we had a mother who laid in a bed in a bedroom for 20 years and we would have, like, have to bring her meals and we could visit her, but for only so long because she'd get agitated. And it was just managing her health throughout those years and, and, and our family of what this meant. And so, you know, the, there was, a, obviously it was, it was very hard on our family too. We, you know, a lot of shame, a lot of stigma, isolation. And, and as a child growing up with a mother who suffered from depression, you know, I had a lot of my own struggles with confidence and belief in self and feeling like I mattered. And I had a lot of my own darkness and my pain. And, and now I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm, I'm using that to serve others because I don't want any person to suffer like my mother did. And I don't want any family to struggle like our family did. And I feel because I know what I know, I feel a responsibility to share it with the world. And I've chosen actually to share it in a really kind of fun way, I think, a fun, sexy, you know, safe, non-threatening way, because this conversation isn't exactly a comfortable one. You know, when you, you, when you start asking, you know, talking about mental health with people or depression, often, you, you know, you're not, you're not exactly the life of the party. So I'm really trying to find a way to create a simple way and uh, an effective way to talk about it. And and to create massive change, because if you look at the stats, depression is one of the fastest growing illnesses worldwide. And suicide is becoming the leading cause of death amongst our youth, males ages 14 to 48, on the rise in 50-year-olds. Uh, women suffer most from depression. Uh, depression or mental health challenges are the number one disability claim in the workplace, surpassing heart disease and cancer. We really are in a state of crisis and our world is only getting more stressful every day. And so it's going, only going to add to the problem. And I think we not only need to start talking about this, we need to start paying ourselves more attention. We need to start um, creating safe conversations within our families and within our workplace. And we need to start taking a proactive approach. So my work focuses more on prevention and support. I don't, I don't diagnose and I don't treat, but I really believe prevention and support is, is, is the solution. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing what that is and have developed a style of thinking that I refer to as mind health. And so that's positive mental health. And I teach skills that people can practice every day so that they uh, create a healthier and happier mind. So, Give me an example of that. Give, well, you opened with it. Uh, you, you, you just opened with it. Relationships are one of our most important um, uh, things that we really should be paying attention to in our life are the people that we're surrounding ourselves with. We're the average of the five people we're around the most. So take a look at that. Are you around people who make you feel great, who uh, bring positive conversation and behaviors to your life or are you surrounded by people who are negative and bringing you down all the time so it's one of my top top things I, I teach is to really surround yourself with people who 
make you happy, who push you to your best, your mentors. And it's so true. I, I remember when I used to do self-esteem classes with kids years ago, when I was still in my social work days. And the research then was that for every negative comment, you needed to do 13. Yeah. So I would say to kids, we would, we would have these leadership camps and I would say, you might think this sounds crazy, but in my camp, no one is allowed to be negative. If you are going to say something negative, you need to stop yourself and you need to think how you can say it in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing within two days how, how all of the kids changed, the staff changed, and we, we made it a group decision. And then people felt safe. And within a couple of days of not being able to do that negative feedback, it, it changes. So uh, tell me more. No, I know. I, I love that. And you're saying that. And even mind health goes further than that is what people are saying outwardly to other people, like saying something negative and you have to say 13. Like if you, if you criticize somebody, it takes so many more positive comments for them to shake off that negative comment but it's what are we saying to ourselves in our head? And that's exactly. a big part of mind health practice, right? Because happiness is all about the pictures you create in your head and the words that you attach to them. That is basically it. If, you are, if you've got negative pictures always in your mind and you're attaching negative thoughts, you're heading towards a very dangerous situation. So mind health is all about practicing a more positive state within your own mind. So tell me how you do that for yourself. Wow. Because you, well, you, ha you have to walk the talk. We talk about it all the I time. Do. It's, it's one thing to do what we do, yep. but you yep. need to be that example. So how do, when people look at you and go, oh, you're the happiness expert. I mean, we see your branding. I mean, there's happy faces. We know that. And I know we're, we want to talk a bit about the branding, but let's get to you first. Yeah. Oh, I love that because uh, I, I have a 20 year old son and, you know, some days I might be a little frustrated or, or whatever the situation is. And he's like, Oh, sure. You're all about happiness, but you're not very happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, let's Thanks son. Yeah. Let's just be clear here. Happiness is not the absence of frustration of sadness. Happiness is about knowing or believing that you can do something about it. So you're still going to have those emotions are going to show up, negative emotions uh, that don't serve you are going to show up. It's having skills to be able to move past those as quickly as possible. And, and my mind health program it teaches daily habits. And, and, and there's no, I can't say that these are the habits you have to follow because it's like we're all snowflakes. No, no, two, no two people are the same. So what I would teach one person to do is completely different than what I would teach somebody else. It depends on the, on the individual. For myself every day, I'm all about priming in the morning. I prime myself every single morning. So I set myself up for a great day. And what that means, as soon as I get out of bed, I make my bed. And I make my bed to, to look like it's a, a show home or a display in a store because I know when I come home out after a long day, I'm going to walk into my room and it's just going to be an energy for me that just feels special. And, and it's just going to make going to sleep just, you know, that much more enjoyable. 
I always make myself a really healthy breakfast and I take time to enjoy it. I, you know, pour my hot drink in a really stylish, fun, artsy kind of mug. Because happy mug. Happy mug. Yes, of course. It always says happy <laughs> on it. I'm brainwashing myself. That's what I'm yep. doing. Um, I always, every morning, I either listen to a podcast or I watch a YouTube video of some self-development guru that always has those perfect words that sets the tone for my day that I need to hear because I believe we all need a coach. Even coaches need coaches. I, I you know, Agree. the best coaches have coaches. Yeah. Everybody. And so I tune into the people I've learned so much from and I stay in touch with them on a regular basis and, and listen to what they're saying. Uh, grooming. I'm uh, you know, taking care of yourself is a non-negotiable principle. Washing your hair, to, you know, putting on a, a, an outfit that makes you feel good. Don't have to, you know, set the trend or, or um, wear what the designers say you need to wear, but wear what makes you feel good, a color that makes you feel good, a little bit of exercise in the morning. And that's, I do that every single day. And then I'm, I'm all about music. I'm always surrounded by music. I turn music on as soon as I wake up in the morning. Music's in my car. Music's around me all the time. Music really gives me a lot of energy. Uh, I do a random act of kindness every single day. I don't miss a day where I try to do something kind for either a loved one, a stranger, a friend. Every day I try to make somebody's day. I uh, Personal happy hour. Big, 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 big thing I do every nice. day. Everybody should take a personal happy hour. And this does not mean you have to drink. It just means you're taking time to do something for yourself, uh, something you enjoy. Maybe it's a dance class. Maybe it's art. Maybe it's reading a book. But it's something that's for you. And you schedule that in every day. And another thing I do is I, I, really, I really try to focus more on appreciation versus expectation. I think we live in a world where we're always expecting so much and expecting is just usually leads to disappointment. So I really try to focus more on appreciation than expectations. And the last thing I do every day is I always have something to look forward to. I always create something to look forward to in every day. So maybe it might be I'm going to call one of my favorite girlfriends, or I'm going to go have coffee with her, or I'm going to stop by Chapters or Indigo because I love that store and walk in and just I love to stare at the books or take myself for coffee, or maybe I'm going to start planning a vacation or I'm going to plan a dinner party on the weekend. I Something. Every day I create something to look forward to. So those are habits that I practice on a daily basis that are just, they're non-negotiable. I like that. And I talk about habits on the show every week because it is what we do daily. That yes. is what makes the difference in everybody's life, in your own personal life. The habits that you create daily and that you practice, that's what makes a difference. We have to go into a break, but when we come back, you had touched on um, people that are in your life or that have made an impact. I want you to share... Uh, who's made an impact on your life after the break and I also want to get into your book I want to hear more about it and let's just take a quick break and then we'll be back have you ever asked yourself this question why is it so hard to make a buck <laughs> I know I have hi I'm Sandra Yancey founder and CEO of eWomen Network 
what I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. And we are back. So Karen, before the break, we were talking about who has had an impact on your life. Share, share with us about that. Well, I think the first person that's had an impact on my life has had an impact on a lot of lives. And I have to say, it's been Oprah. And for me, it was Oprah came on TV right at a time where my mom really uh, started to get really ill. And it was a time where I really needed that mentor, that person to be a role model or an example for me to move into adulthood. And my mom was not available for me. So I was searching and, you know, I didn't have a teacher at the time that I looked up to. I had an older sister that I looked, really looked up to and who really stepped in the, into the role of being my mother. But Oprah really impacted me because I just felt like she, I just loved her strength. And I followed her through the years and I followed her ever since. And I just, I love what she's accomplished. She's come from, her story is, is, is incredible. And what she's done and what she's accomplished on her own, I just think she's been a real role model to me. And she's inspired me to be my best version of myself. And she's, she sets me to a level of standards that uh, I love to chase after. So Oprah's been a big one. And my other one is my girlfriends. I have to tell you, my girlfriends are so important to me. And I say, my girlfriends don't just climb mountains, they move them. And I just, being surrounded by my girlfriends, I make time, you know, to take trips, to have outings with them. And in fact, I said to my husband one day, I said, I know what the secret to happiness is. And he said, what? And I said, you got to keep your girlfriends. And he looked at me and he smiled and he said, okay, I'll remember that. And I said, no, <laughs> not you, dum-dum. I'm talking about me. Anyway, <laughs> my girlfriends, I, I really value my girlfriends in my life. But not your husband's life. Not my husband's <laughs> life. No. I do value my husband too, just so you know. He's a, yes. he's, a saint. he's an amazing man, but... Uh, my yes, he is. And, and he's, he knows this. He says, you can't expect to get everything from me. And I know that. And what I get from my girlfriends, I just, I, I'm not going to get from my husband. Which is true. And it touches back to the, the top of the show, relationships, mm -hmm. yes, joy. Relationships are what it, it, the, the study said, Harvard study says it's our relationships, whether whether it be that close personal relationship, even, even people that have gone through the divorce or death, as long as they have someone in their life that they can look forward to with joy, we're all good. Well, that's one of our basic human needs, right? Love and connection. And so we get 
that from our relationships. We also get that from animals too. That's why people love having pets, but it meets our need of love and connection. And it's so important. Yes, it is. And I'm taking us into your book now. I really oh. want to, I want to touch on that. Tell us about the book. Well, this has definitely been a labor of love, this book. And I'm really, really excited about it because I think it's, uh, it, it's, it, was, it's, it was super fun to write. I, I got really creative with it. So it's called Drive Your Happiness. And I use the metaphor of driving a car to spark people to pay more attention to the health of their mind. So my outcome of this book is, I, I, it's not about teaching people anything, but to get people to pay attention to where their happiness level's at, where their health is at, and to create their own roadmap to their own personal happiness and potential and live their best life. So I'm, I'm so excited. And, and I, I'm going to be a little bit bold even here to say that I believe it offers the cure for depression. If you follow the steps and you master them, I teach a stop and go method at the end. And if you master the stop and go method, you will be able to move through any crisis in your life, no matter what it is. Wow. That's, that's pretty impactful. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, I'm sitting, sitting here while you're talking about it. This is mental health week in Canada. Mm -hmm. And next week is when your book comes out. So yes. this, it is next week, the pre-launch. Yes. yes, the pre-launch. I decided October 10th is my pre-launch date. Um, I'll be selling it electronically online, taking pre-orders with the actual book delivering end of October, beginning of November. And I decided October 10th because it's World Mental Health Day. And I, I want to take this message around the world. After this book comes out, I just want to travel the world and get on stages and get really loud about this message. And I think you'll have some of us that will be your champions and cheering along with you and sharing the message. And I'm happy to be sharing this message here on the show. Let's give our listeners your best parting words of wisdom or advice. Oh, best parting words or wisdom of advice is I'm going to say, um, claim your power, claim your power, find a way to claim your power in life and know that you are more powerful than you probably, most of us give ourselves credit for and, and to wake up every day and to show up for life. I like that. Wow. I, I I just keep saying wow because I can't wait for the book. I know I've I've been in in your session uh, with all the happiness and all of the the props and and we were out in nature and we were running around with the with the love and the and the big balls of uh, happiness and yeah every everywhere I looked I've got these pictures of happy happy, happy. And I'm happy that you were here today. Thank you for those words. And how, lastly, how can our listeners stay connected with you? 
Well, they can jump over to my uh, website, getadoseofhappiness.com, and signing up for the newsletter is probably the best way, or connect on social media. And I would love to see people come out to some of the events. Uh, we do. We create really great events, and, and, and I am my brand, so it's all about that love and happiness, as you know. <laughs> so you're going to see a lot of that. There's always music and dancing and great food and great conversation and fashion. I mean, it, I bring it all in, and then there's really meaningful, um, relative, impactful conversation and uh, skills and tools that you can take away with you after to integrate into your own life. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Yes, thank you. Well, thanks for being here, Karen. I look forward to the book next week, and I look forward to your next event. And thanks for being here. Thank you, and congratulations again to you, Sam. Thank you so much. Okay, I'm your host, Sam Rafus, and until next time, keep sharing the love and if you want to find out anything more about me just head over to my website samrafus.com or you can follow the hashtag love brand you this is the ewn podcast network